0: Are you ready to get your sports banter on? Brian Heminger, love child of Albert Einstein and Howard Gosell, with a body chiseled by Zeus himself. Brandon Sharples, a man who could beat Mike Tyson. In a spelling bee, together they form the At Odds Podcast.
1: gentlemen, we're live. It is the 12th episode of the At, Ost, At Odds Podcast. I am your host, Brian Heminger. We have an awesome show in store for you guys today. We'll be talking uh, our favorite baseball teams facing each other, Indians versus the Rangers, uh, Florida winning the College World Series, Crazy X's, and then Battle of the Sexes, John McEnroe versus Serena Williams' drama, so, all kinds of great stuff in store for you guys today, and of course, none of it would be without our wonderful co-host, Silky Smooth, you know him, you love him, Brandon Sharples. How you doing tonight, man?
2: What's up, guys? I'm happy to be here. Uh, not happy about this Indian score right now, because we're getting shellacked 5-1, to one, and we're going to lose the season series 5 games to 1. So, I lose nope. again. There's tonight. one more
1: tomorrow to lose.
2: Oh shit! But the This is a four gamer. Damn it. Kluber,
1: Kluber tomorrow. I'm going to that one.
2: Kluber is German for shiza. No, <laughs> I think see, shiza is not true. Shiza is German for shit. You, uh, oh, you shit. have a public statement out
1: about you have a, a secret crush on him. I hate Kluber so much.
2: I love how <laughs> when I love how Florida trolled the shit out of Stetson because they had a they had a, a a moment back in April where they were heated at each other florida college baseball against stetson college baseball stetson's obviously where kluber went and florida trolled their ass after they won the national title so i was pretty pumped about that yeah Yeah. for everybody that don't know or don't give a shit florida won the college world series of baseball and i'm pumped because it's about time They've been to the College World Series, I believe, five out of the last seven years, and they were the one seed, I believe, four times, and they finally snuck through and won. And this year, they were the three seed. So they made it, and they made it happen. What do you think about that?
1: Hey, I can't complain because guess what? Indians drafted one of those Florida Gators, the catcher, Michael Rivera. They have signed every one of the top ten picks that, uh, that you get like a bonus pool to sign top 10 round picks except yeah. Rivera. So, cause they were waiting after, until after the college world series, the Indians just signed their first pick today. So he was the other last one to sign. So however much money is left over, that's what they're going to offer Rivera and he's going to have to accept it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited to, to have him in the organization. I don't think the Indians have any Florida players. So uh, you can never the, have too uh... many good young
2: catchers. <laughs> Um, their, 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 uh, their ace, their starter, uh, Fado, he got drafted by the Mets, and he, he's such a solid pitcher. They were saying that um, the Mets are down this year, but say the Mets ended up making the playoffs, that he would be an arm that they brought up for the playoffs because he, he's going to be signed, and they said that it would be one of those situations where he'd be already already basically ready to make an impact for the squad and come in in some relief situations for the for the Mets during the playoff run. Nice. And so, uh,
1: how many Florida players ended up getting drafted? Do you remember?
2: I think, I think 10.
1: 10 damn.
2: That's impressive.
1: I mean, I know that there's like 40 rounds of the draft. So like there's over a thousand picks, but still 10 players getting, uh, elected to grow. That's, that's still, that's a quite an accomplishment.
2: Oh yeah. So, I mean, I mean, they're loaded up for, for next year too. So for pitching anyway, but, uh, their their coach Sullivan he actually was Clemson's pitching coach back when like remember in Clemson back in like the nineties late nineties early two thousands they're like a pretty solid nationally recognized program and uh, that's where um do you know who went who you know who went there do you remember Billy Cash the the reliever that was you know played for Oakland and Toronto oh yeah with the go with, with the ninety ninety three mile an hour slider um yeah. he pitched for Clemson he was a stud and uh, Sullivan was their pitching coach in Florida back, back in the, I think it was like 95. No, it was probably like 97. One of the around that time they lost to Texas in the uh, college world series final. And it was, they're, they're getting rocked. Their hitting was amazing. Probably they had basically the best lineup in the country, but they were getting rocked and their pitching was were struggling. So they brought Sullivan in the pit to fix the problem. So he went over to Florida, and he's really turned that program around. I think he's been there about ten years, and uh, he's had him in the College World Series basically at the time, and he's been to the been to the national championship game two times, won it once. So, uh, but the funny thing is that he turned the turned the pitching around, but now the batting's kind of lacking. There, you know, there's mm-hmm. a point in the year, like mid-spring, where Florida was batting like 230 as a team. So they 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 were they were struggling but their pitching is you know top notch. Basically they got the best rotation in the country. So I don't know if anybody follows college baseball but I love it. I, honestly, so,
1: I thought Florida the second best rotation in the country. The uh, Oregon State probably had the best.
2: Well, yeah, but, then but they lost their chance. Then their Luster. their
1: top pitcher, you know, <laughs> got a huge huge struggle. I, I'll,
2: I'll give you that. I will give you that. Uh yeah. basically their
1: best pitcher, it got revealed that he had like uh sexual misconduct thing that he had inappropriately touched his like six-year-old cousin when he was 15 and all kinds of stuff and they said he was okay now but just the fact that that was out there he didn't pitch for them the rest of the season after that came out he didn't pitch for him in the college world series and they didn't make it
2: so yeah i just want you to know that cody allen gave up another run oh i know He's been giving up a million <laughs> home runs, but now there's two outs in the nine. You're going to win, but I'm just saying he that's thats not a good sign when he's been giving up.
1: It's its weird not because right. he doesn't give up singles. He strikes you out or he gives up home runs. That's pretty much what he's been doing in the last month. It's been pretty frustrating, oh, yeah. but that's all right. Non-safe situation. He turned it. It's not. It's not a safe situation now, even though it's now a three-run lead because he made it. A three run. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, all but right. no, it's all right. Luke batting, and he's been complete garbage. So that should be. The I end know. Of the game. I know. Could you believe that? What happened that? to Jonathan Lucroy? I got to. I got to hear it from you because last year he was the number one catcher in all of baseball. So I went out and traded for him in my fantasy team, thinking he's just off to a slow start. He'll turn it around. He's been hot garbage.
2: Well, his his OBP is like fucking forty over 40 points lower than his career average. He's striking out like crazy.
1: No, he's striking out lower than
2: he's traditionally struck out. Not over the last couple weeks. Well, maybe the last couple
1: weeks, but for the season his his strikeout rate's lower than his career strikeout rate. He's just not driving the ball.
2: Well, his on-base percentage is literally like 40 points lower. So he's barely, I mean, that's a huge chunk. He's not getting on base He's just not cranking any homers. He's only got four home runs, uh, you know, and, and and he's not getting on base. He's only got nineteen runs.
1: Oh, and Croy got
2: a single. Oh not well, yet. He, he heard, his ears are ringing. We're talking shit about him on this podcast. <laughs> I was pissed, man. I thought we were gonna win tonight. We had Darvish on the mound. I love Darvish, that Japanese prince. <laughs> oh, he's, <laughs> he's a good. Darvish. He's terrific.
1: He really is, but. Indians got to them. Uh, Oh yeah, I think part of it was Texas making some bonehead defensive plays too.
2: And we only had one error. I mean, we're not exactly the best fielding team in the world right now. Mm -hmm.
1: No, well, it is uh, what it
2: is. Hey, uh, we have another news. Paul's getting traded to Houston. Yeah. Have you Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? (laughs) I (laughs) did did hear about
1: it, but I didn't care that much.
2: Yeah, but, but okay. all, the, all the, i mean, he's going to James Harden.
1: Now they're going to have, what, yeah. two really good?
2: Pretty uh, much. and they, I mean, they guards. get... Well, what you got to think about this? It's The point I want to bring it up is we obviously aren't huge into basketball right now, but uh, Chris Paul and James Harden coming together is just a, another team trying to create another super team, which is less parity in the league, which means you're going to have the yeah. same fucking problem with the playoffs sucking, but you um, know what and they're saying. They're, well, they're saying, hold on, they're saying that the way this trade played out, it's almost guaranteed that Houston's going to make a play for another big superstar again. Yeah. So they're going to they're going to awesome. try and add like another Paul hey, George. I just want to throw it and,
1: out there that Chris yeah. Paul had two superstars in with the the Clippers
2: alongside him, Lob City, and they still couldn't do shit. So. I think I think Chris Paul is one of the more overrated players in the league. I'm not a Chris Paul yep. fan. That doesn't mean that I think he sucks. People always take overrated. You got to take it, you know, within the context that it's said. He's still one of the best point guards in the league. But when people put him on this like upper upper echelon of the league, the best one of the better players in the league, I just don't see it. I never have. So you got to take it as the context I'm saying it in. That's like you know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he sucks. I'm just saying compared to what people are echelon people put him at, it's not, it doesn't match up for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So well, I don't know. What I want to get game
1: back game? to baseball though. Cause there's something that happened this week or that happened basically yesterday and today that I think deserves some uh, talking about. We got, uh, uh, are you
2: talking about Tebow hitting a thought... home run? No, <laughs>
1: come on, man. That guy is falling up right now in the in baseball. Dude, he just hit a he home hit a, run today. Who cares that he hit a home run? He did not deserve to be promoted,
2: but they promoted him anyway. Dude, his leadership skills—he brings power. Oh my god! He hit—he hit a home run off a ninety-two mile an hour fastball. I mean, that, that's big league shit right there. That's like fifth starter shit. no <laughs> well, shit! That's—that's—that's that's what Greg Maddox topped out at as a career. Yeah, Greg—that Greg, Greg Maddox is. <laughs> Uh, not your typical pace. <laughs> I know he, he he he's the best control of all time. Right? But, but okay, uh, let listen. Uh,
1: what I want to talk about is the the Cubs. Uh, they, I mean, they've been struggling this year horribly. Like they're about yeah. to go back to five hundred again. But uh, yesterday they gave up seven stolen bases to uh, the Washington Nationals in a loss, and. Uh, their catcher uh, did not throw out a runner. He hasn't thrown out a runner all season. He's primarily been the catcher for Arrieta and Jonathan Lackey. And after the game, he got pissed. You know, people have been blaming him for everything because basically they don't keep track of caught ceiling, throw out percentages for pitchers. It's pretty much for, for catchers. Like that's pretty much where it, what, how it matters and and he, he went you know what if they were giving me a chance to throw these guys out maybe I would have better numbers but they're slow to the plate and they're not holding guys on and the Cubs released him today just went get, get the hell out of here <laughs> DFA'd him designated for assignment so I want to get your thoughts on the Cubs kicking him out uh, and and I want to uh, see if we can get a little dialogue going about this whole situation with uh, Miguel Montero, the catcher. He's a backup catcher, by the way. Not even like the starting catcher.
2: Yeah, but the thing is that they, they, they play him quite a bit. Yeah, they, they do. They, they swap catchers around. But uh, um, Wilson Contreras is, is throwing everybody out. He's their other catcher, and they promoted um, – what the hell is his name? Cara, Caratini, and that dude's killing it. He's he's batting like well over 300. He's batting like 340, and he's got like eight home runs and like 54 RBIs. The guy's a beast. So they got a catch a catcher they're calling up anyway. Um, the guy's like 0 for 32 on throwouts. He has this he has the slowest uh, release point, the, the slowest release time for any catcher that's that that's in the league that starts. And then he I think there's 66 qualifying catchers for that stat, and he's like ranked 44th. And last year he was ranked like eighth. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's, he's basically going down the shitter on his, his arm speed. Uh, he's, a, he's calling out his teammates to the fucking media when he, that's not even necessary. He could have just talked to the, you know, talked to the house about that one. Um, and they got a, they got a badass catcher coming up and they have Contreras who's a hell of a defensive catcher. So they didn't need him for one. And once he talked shit, they just, that was just an excuse to get rid of him. So adios.
1: <laughs> I will say this. I know that the second you open your mouth and you blame a teammate, you're fucked. That's just, that's yeah. just the, that's the rules of baseball is you keep stuff in-house and you, you don't talk to the media about stuff like that. But in his defense, okay, Arietta and Lackey are not holding guys on. Like, if you want to be able to keep guys from stealing bases, you need to be releasing the ball, like, from you when you decide to throw and to home, you need to be getting the ball about 1.4 seconds. And – or lower. Or lower. I mean, most guys are lower, like, if they're really good at it. And every, and every pitch they threw this entire season, some guy actually went and measured it. They only had one time that they were under 1.5 seconds.
2: Uh, I I correct myself.
1: Talk, I was just talking about catchers. My bad. My bad. Yeah. 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 I'm not. I'm not talking about Montero to, to second. Because you know. What? I got you.
2: I I, I misunderstood.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh. So, I'm thinking part like half of, uh, the stolen bases. Montero didn't even throw it because it was so obvious that the guy was going to make it. Yeah. So I mean, he's not getting a chance, and then he's having to rush uh, sometimes. Like I mean, when you're not and getting a chance, it fucks up a lot of your other shit too. So I think and he that's is like fucked over. And
2: that's like Lester. They're, they're kind of and, fucked because Lester Lester doesn't even throw. He doesn't. Well, it wasn't
1: even, Lester. He it was uh, Lackey. I think.
2: No, no, no. It's Lackey and Ariota. But I what Ariota. But what I'm saying is the Cubs are fucked because those two guys are slow as shit to, to the plate, and then Lester doesn't even pick yeah. anybody off. Yep. So they're 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 kind of in a shitty spot, and base runners just have a field day with the Cubs. They really they do. do. So that's pretty so, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So, At the end of the day, it really doesn't mean shit, and you shouldn't talk shit about your teammates. You should. But I can understand you, you, you him. You better be a superstar because it
1: yeah, it you, all you. makes him look bad when it's when it probably is a lot of the pitcher's fault.
2: Well, I think he knew that he that that they got this stud sitting over there over in Iowa, fucking killing it, um, <laughs> in Triple A. Wow! So he's like, he had to say something for when he gets released. <laughs> he's probably like, oh, uh, any team that picks me up, I just want you to know that my pitchers are are fucking extremely slow, and I'm gonna get cut for this fucking stud coming up <laughs> from Triple A. So pick me up. I think that's what he knew it was coming. It had to come. Mm-hmm. Damn it! Texas got two runs in the ninth, but they didn't yep. win. Sons of bitches! Oh man! Hold on. Okay, I got a couple of stories in the in the anonymous mailbag about for our topic later, by the way. But so what do you oh. want to get into now, Brian? Hey, I do got. Right. I got. Hold on. I got one more thing that I saw. That I, thought eh, – you know what we talked about it, no big deal. Oh yeah, okay. no I did real quick. All right. So um, Clinton Clinton Portis, he there's a story that came out that Clinton I, Portis. I just
1: heard about this, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he
2: went he went broke and he had some financial problems and he was contemplating committing murder against uh, one of the people that he felt fucked him over financially. So he sat outside the office building with a pistol in his hand. He was literally, like, basically ready to kill this dude for squandering away his $43 million fortune. And then his friend had to talk him out of killing the dude. <laughs> now, what do you think about this? Do you think, just because the story's coming out, do you think that he's going to get some sort of repercussion for admitting that he was sitting outside a place with a pistol ready to kill the motherfucker?
1: Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, he didn't kill him. So, and he didn't like <laughs> shove the gun in his face. So there's no attempted murder either. Um, if anything, people are probably going to be sympathetic that this guy stole a shit ton of his money and now he's broke. So, yeah, that's true. Could get him some, Damn. Could get him from endorsement deals.
2: <laughs> could you imagine if he if that happened? That'd be crazy. So he said that the guy cost him like three point one million dollars. And that mm-hmm. there were, like, withdrawals that he never knew about. And it was some casino in Alabama that was part of the deal. So, he says that he got pissed off because those dudes got no jail time, nothing, and they're just living happy. And all of a sudden, this dude, you know, he's down 3, $3.1 million and And, you know, he's basically filing for – he did file for bankruptcy. So, I don't know, man. I saw these people – that make these fortunes, just these—not just these sports stars, but these guys that win the lottery and shit—they just squander their fucking money away like crazy. I mean, what? What is it? What is the problem? Well, a lot of guy? it is
1: they're not used to having money, so they're used to just spending what they have. That's why they don't have a lot of money in the first place. Uh, look, so I'm not a the rich by any like never going to run out. I mean, the same thing goes to athletes. I mean, a lot of these come guys come from. Uh, impoverished backgrounds and then they, yeah I, I mean we kind of talked I about did. it last week like all the people that they're surrounded by that they brought up with them they're they're loyal friends and you know that's why some of the guys take drugs and stuff same thing on why some of the guys don't handle their money they're surrounded by people that don't know how to use their money they don't know how to use their money uh i mean that's why the nfl is always doing those like shops Uh, those team team shops and stuff where they're trying to teach these guys how to handle and manage their money because they're just, they don't know how to handle success and wealth.
2: I feel like if you won one of those huge jackpots that were like record breakers where you're after taxes and everything, you're taking home like two, two to 300 million. Remember those, a couple of those, Mm -hmm. there should be zero reason. I don't care where you came from to ever go broke. Ever? Oh, yeah. You like, could spend $200 million like, on if nothing.
1: Wanted, if I ever wanted, I would not tell a soul. I would just start oh, being no. more generous around my friends.
2: Yeah. I, dude, I would not tell shit. I would tell my like, family, my yeah. immediate family. I would hook my immediate family up, and I would hook my friends up and people that I care about. But I wouldn't tell them where it's coming from. I'm investing well. You know, here you go. I'm just helping me mm-hmm. out a little bit. And uh, I would buy a badass house, but I'm not going to buy like a Tom brady s mansion for $32 million, you know what I mean? I'm going to buy, oh, you know, a nice, it, it depends on where you buy, you know what I mean? If you're buying in San Diego or L.A., you're going to pay $1 or $2 million for a house that you can get here in Ohio for, you know, 350 to 400000 you know, so it just depends on where you're buying, but. I guess in comparison with Ohio prices, you know, I'd I'd buy a house for, you know, five, six hundred thousand, maybe seven hundred thousand. dollars you know, this is we're talking about if we had a couple million a couple hundred million dollars, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna buy a million dollar house if I just won nine million. That's a terrible investment, you know what I mean? You're gonna owe taxes on that shit every year for the rest of your life that your your money's just gonna dwindle. But you can mm-hmm. you can you can splurge. I'm not saying don't splurge. I tell you what, I'd have a fucking fleet of cars <laughs> because I love them, but <laughs> But I would not be doing crazy shit that these people do, buying houses after houses after houses that are like $10 million and doing all this crazy shit and splurging on your posse, you know, having $100,000 and bills every month just just feeding your posse. It's like fucking crazy to me. And yeah, I'm Phil Jackson saying posse. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? But I, I just don't get how they run out of this money. It, it blows my fucking mind, and these people should know better. The people that are around them, I'm saying. If they want their gravy chain, they should be like, you know, having them invest that money so they, if they want to keep getting this, this kind of lifestyle over time instead of just getting a one, one stop shop and then the dude that, that's feeding you is getting broke again. Clinton Portis is going to be fucked for the rest of his life now because he's not a big enough name to live off his name forever. And he lost all that money. So he's now just, all that shit that he did, all that money that he made throughout his life is gone. And he came from, uh, he came from a seriously impoverished, like, time. Like, mm-hmm. his uh, his mom was raising by herself, and I remember there was, like, an ESPN story about her being so damn poor, and he, like, was basically living on dirt. So, like, that kind of goes back to what you were saying, um, where, like, these people come from nothing, and they start spending money. But at the same time, he's gotta, he knows where nothing feels like, and why would you ever want to go back there? Yeah, hey, I'm just saying... So,
1: they don't know. So you get, I guess he can know.
2: go from 1 or 2, you know. I don't think that he'll ever ever make the Hall of Fame or anything and I think he's also having some issues with like like uh concussions. Mhm. So maybe he maybe he'll sue the NFL get a good couple million. You never know, right? Right, Hemi? <laughs> Are you reading something? Yeah, sorry. uh, These long pauses are killing me. Um, Okay, so what do you want to do? I was I was looking up something for our
1: uh, next discussion topic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay.
2: Oh my lord. Now. All right, so go ahead. All right. This is this is
1: like kind of gonna be the running theme of the episode. So I just wanted to make sure I was prepared to talk about it and everything. So we're gonna be talking about. Crazy exes, everybody has them. Sometimes you've been them, you know, just something doesn't end well and people get hung up and and shit gets weird. So if you have any interesting stories about uh, a crazy ex-girlfriend, a crazy ex-boyfriend, maybe you were the crazy ex, call in 347-850-8386. We want to hear your story. We're going to be telling some of ours as well, so uh, let's get started. I know Sharple's. You've had a couple crazy ex situations <laughs> just recently, even. So, so I want. I want. Let's get to it. I want to hear some some shit from you first,
2: dude. Some of my stories I can't exactly say. That's okay. But, you uh, can skip
1: the ones that you're legally not allowed to talk about, <laughs> but I'm sure that there's some that you legally can.
2: not Oh man, I basically everything that has to do with my ex wife I can't talk about right now. <laughs>
1: Let's I guess she could bring it she, up in court.
2: Yeah, pretty much. She'd probably bring it up in court and say, I'm fucking defacing her, or defaming her, or whatever you want to call it. And as
1: long as it's true, it can't be defamed. Is that true? Yeah.
2: Well, let's get and into some check. other chicks before I, before I think of it. <laughs> Go ahead and double check that. I mean,
1: <laughs> Go to your legal expert. Okay. <laughs> legal Zoom. <laughs> well, I know slander and libel are when you lie about somebody to damage their reputation. Libel is if you write about them and lie about them. Slander is if you say something and <laughs> lie about them. Defamation itself is the act of damaging the good reputation of someone purposely. So I guess technically you can defamation by telling the truth if, if people – think that you're going out of your way to make someone look like a piece of shit when everybody thinks they're okay.
2: So I guess, I guess if
1: you're really worried about it, you don't have to tell any (laughs) crazy ex-wife stories.
2: (laughs) No, I have a crazy ex story though. All right. So one time we were, I'm not saying any names, but we're driving out in the country and me and this girl, we were dating. And uh, Sarah, (laughs) This is someone that argued with me quite a bit, and we're screaming in the car, and she's yelling at me about other girls talking to me or whatever. So we're going about 65 miles an hour down the road, and she literally starts to open the door and says, "She's, about to, she's like, I'm jumping out the fucking car." <laughs> so she opens the door. I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I like slam on my brakes. I turn down right down the first country we're at. I turn down the road. I go, "Get the fuck out of the car!" She goes fine motherfucker she opens the door gets out shuts the door i don't think she thought this was going to happen but i drive fucking all the way two miles down the road i drive two miles down the road till i hit the dead end where the stop sign is and then i I fucking i go god damn it her cell phone's sitting on her seat like she has nothing it's kind of hot not crazy hot but kind of hot and dude she, if she were to walk home, she wouldn't have made it by fucking midnight, and it was probably six o'clock at night. So I mean, it was a long way from home, and uh, <laughs> so I turn around, and when I drive back there, like two miles, she's fucking literally sitting Indian style in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's like she was just she, she think you were gonna come back and get her. Dude, she was sitting Indian style with her hands like uh, like r- like under her chin, you know what I mean? Like rest her face is like resting on her hands, just like fucking staring at in the fucking middle of the road. And like when I stopped I'm laughing at her. I'm like, get in the fucking car, let's go. Dude, she gets in the car and doesn't say a word. Nothing. Yeah. Complete silence. Like she could not believe that she was sitting in the middle of the road waiting for me to come back. Oh, that was great. That's one. I got a couple of
1: them. I got well, we'll Yeah, go, go ahead. A, we'll get to all of them because it's going to be the running theme of the show. But first, yeah. let's take our first caller for the evening. <laughs> Brett from Columbus, uh, do you have anything you would like to contribute in our Crazy ex, Exes uh, story? Shocker.
0: I call in. Jabul <laughs> told me to call in because I think my ex is like the Michael Jordan of crazy exes. She's like Uh-oh. her stats. Her stats are just unmatched. Uh well, you know. I w-
1: I I always hoped you'd be the guy that like takes the girl's last name if you guys had actually uh <laughs> gone through with this. Cuz a red butt would have been hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we should we should tag her. Um and in this conversation so she can know how shitty of a person she is. So I mean, right. You're probably still friends with her.
2: I don't know. No, I think she deleted me cause I like Trump. <laughs> you know, she's a crazy so, hippie bitch.
0: <laughs> so, the, so the funny thing is, is actually this, this week, I actually, uh, I, w- I was working on my computer and I set my glasses down and I ended up, uh, kneeling on them on accident and breaking them. And I was just like, ah oh, man, man, I haven't broke my glasses forever. And it reminded me of the last time my glasses actually broke. And it was when I got in an argument with my ex and she literally ripped them off, off of my face and like, just broke them in half, like in front of me, just like <laughs> took them off my face <laughs> and just broke them on the bridge and then threw them across the room. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like who does that? Like, I was in college, I I didn't have any money to my name, and you're just going to break my glasses. (laughs) I have a, I think the same night she took my Xbox controller and threw it through my glass window, shattered my glass window, there was glass all over my bed, so I had a cardboard, uh, cardboard piece, like, in my window for about a week and a half. Until my uh, landlord could get it fixed, and I, I, I don't know what excuse I made. I was like, "Yeah, I had like a weird nightmare, and I, ac- I accidentally kicked the window and shattered it." Like, what excuse can you come up with to you shattering your window? You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, dude. I don't know, man. They need my ex-wife and your ex-girlfriend need to just fucking have a battle of who's the crazy. Like in one one night, this happened. I was on like I was on my laptop. And a girl messaged me on Facebook and Bianca stole my laptop. First of all, she rustled it from me and I'm like, God damn it, I can't touch a woman. So I was like fucking I was like, fuck it, take it. So she reads the conversation. It was nothing sexual or anything bad, but I like I had a personal <laughs> conversation with this girl about like how me and Bianca were having some issues and stuff. I've known her since like we were like ten. She's from our hometown. Bianca goes, God damn it.
1: <laughs> goes, oh now you gotta the girl with
2: well, that. She goes, she goes, her name is Sam. Anyways, she's like, God damn it. She grabs my laptop, picks it over her head, and slams the motherfucker down. And I lived in this home in Arizona, and my entire downstairs is all tile, Spanish tile. Fucking shatters my laptop. I go, what the <laughs> fuck's wrong with you? I go, all my shit's on there. And then she goes, oh, yeah? Grab my cell phone, <laughs> my brand new cell phone. goes, what do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> and slams that shit down on the tile, breaks my cell phone. Grab the fucking uh, this, one of those like bamboo, like Asian pottery things. Grabs one of those. It's got stones in it and like bamboo tree. Fucking slams that fucker down. Dude, it goes on a rampage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on a fucking rampage. I was like, oh my god. So like a similar one like there. that. Oh but, yeah, uh, for sure.
0: I well. she she obviously cheated on me uh, multiple times with the workers and with people that I had to literally sit next to every single day, which, you know, that's not awkward. Um, So so I literally caught her in the act of like cheating and like saw somebody message her like on her computer. I was like, oh, what does this say? And she like tries to yank the computer away from me. And this is her computer, mind you. So, (laughs) I'm like, "No, let me read it. If it's not a big deal, like if you got nothing to hide, like let me see it." Because obviously, no trust whatsoever, you know what I mean? She takes her computer, like I'm holding on to it. She shatters her own computer screen just to have me not see what the fuck this person sent to her. Shatters her own computer screen. I'm just like, "Dude, you're a you're like next level crazy. Like you just broke your own computer." Because you didn't want me to read, like, an email from somebody. Like, that's kind of fucked up.
2: Dude, she was like, dude, she was not having it. (laughs) She was not having it. It only involved
0: either breaking something or throwing something. Like, back before they had, like, auxiliary cords, I had, like, one of those tape adapters, like, for my iPod, you know? Yeah, I did, too. I did, too. (laughs) I was, like, playing something. She's like, I don't want to listen to this. I was like, well, I'm driving, so... I, I kind of do, like, you know what I mean? It was like a long <laughs> distance, it was like two-hour drive or whatever. She's like, well, I don't. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. She literally li- rips that bit. She doesn't eject it. She, like, rips it out of the tape deck. We're, on a, we're in, like, the middle of, like, a highway, like, going 70 miles per hour. Fucking rolls down the window and just throws it out the window in the middle of the fucking highway. I'm just like... All right, I guess we're just listening to the radio now because <laughs> <laughs> neither one of us is going to make it to listen to what we want to now. So, great job. Great logical thinking.
1: See, and I thought I had some issues.
0: Stop that you guys shit, are all
1: just smashing.
0: <laughs> I told stuff. you, man. Destruction like, of property. Uh, Shar- Sharples, Sharples and i exes are the the LeBron, Michael, Jordan debate. <laughs> yeah. like, like like who's the
1: screws the mine? better
0: X? Yeah, mine
1: is more psychological stuff, like <laughs> me playing psychological. <laughs> no, like I, so I, I had a long distance relationship right? for a few years, <laughs> and I had, and the girl never was able to fully trust me, even though I never cheated on her once, and like she was always trying to like ask to see my phone and and see my stuff. And you know, I'd go over to her house sometimes, and I'd log into my things, and she would save my passwords for everything. I didn't know about this, so eventually, I find out that she has my passwords for my school email, my like, my regular Gmail, my Facebook, um, my student school records, my there's like this (laughs) online forum (laughs) I was on.
0: She would know. Got a know... Hemi. Got a Hemi. One exclamation point.
1: <laughs> she would know if I had like logged onto a forum to talk about the Cleveland Indians. Um, there was this video game I was playing online. She like had my password to that, and she would log into to, and read like my messages and stuff on that. Well, is and... this
0: because you use the same password for everything, though? No, no, no. Like... It was, I had <laughs> yeah, dude, no, the... She
1: just, she just chose save password, password at, at her computer <laughs> at her house. Like, I wasn't, like, logging out of everything perfectly. I mean, it's my freaking girlfriend, whatever. But That's she saved yet. everything so that it automatically – and I hadn't changed my password. So she just would access all of that stuff constantly and then try to, like – Steer a conversation in the direction to try to get me to lie about something. Like if she knew that I said I fell asleep, but then I played like that game for like three hours later that night, she'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> so did you fall asleep last night?" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, goes, always. Oh, how always from
2: you always now, in the game
1: three What the time did you fall asleep? Was it exactly, yeah, exactly.
0: eleven o'clock p.m.? I mean,
2: all yeah. your problems have me run back to video games. <laughs> 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 you gotta check that habit. <laughs> The part, the, I did. Dick, I, did, I did have a
1: pretty bad video game addiction at that time. Like I was. You, no. This last,
2: I was last, last this chick this you were banging. This last chick you were banging. You fucking you ignored her and stopped talking to her because you're playing that video game. Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had a Mass Effect on your sex life, is what happened. Well, okay. Hey, hey, we got a couple. We got a couple uh, stories in our mailbag. <laughs> so oh. All right. Let's hear them. Okay. So this girl says. So I dated this guy who was not just—he was just not all there. He was army infantry and he had bad PTSD. We met online and he was really sweet at first, nothing abnormal. Well, when the first time we—well, when the time came, uh, he told me he only wanted to have sex with me with a sex toy. So I go, so he goes, he wouldn't fuck me for like a month, strictly dildo. I mean, I didn't complain. I didn't complain because it was fun, but I finally begged him to fuck me, and he was really embarrassed about how small his dick was. It was pretty small. He was drunk the first time, the first time, and actually cried a little when I finally saw it. He, it was so weird. I mean, it was small, but I didn't end it because of that. <laughs> Needle dick.
0: <laughs> I was thinking maybe like he had something, and he just needed to buy some time to get it cleared up downstairs. <laughs> Yeah, no. no, I'm like super into dildo play. I just uh I just <laughs> She's need to had do a straight for month.
2: More she's had a straight month that she had to get banged by a dildo before the guy wouldn't really give her the real thing. So I got another story that was to us. Um she's talking about one time while I was dating uh this guy, his best friend from high school was sending him dick pics. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe he is gay and will come out one day. <laughs> Wait, what?
1: Bro. What?
2: Dude, I'm she said one time I was dating this guy, and his best friend from high school was sending him dick pics.
0: Dude, you're totally gay. You opened my dick pic. What a queer. <laughs>
2: It's like playing the Batwing game on fucking waiting. <laughs> you can kick um, him in his ass and call him a fag. <laughs> it's
0: so fun. So I got one last story about the ex just to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Bring it all full circle because we're like, we dated for like seven years and I think after five years I'm just like, I'm not marrying this girl at all. Like there's no way that I would ever be happy with this person. So it was just kind of like out of convenience, you know, but I've been moved back to Ohio for over four years now, and I'd say, um, you know, after about a year of living back in Ohio, I got, I got, like, an email from her, you know, just saying, like, hey, you know, just want to let you know, like, I'm sorry for everything that happened, and, and blah, 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 and, you know, I wasn't the best person, and I did these shitty things, and and, you know, whatever, so I, I was like wow like holy shit like she actually took responsibility for her actions and stuff like that and I was like hey that's great like I'm sorry too I wasn't the best person in the world but you know shit happens and you know I'm moving forward with my life all the best type of thing you know yeah and I was like wow like closure that that's like so amazing like it felt so good to just have her like apologize and like for all the shitty things you know yeah and then like I tell Cassie about it, let her read the entire thing just to be open and honest with her. And She's like, oh, well, that's good. So, like, a few weeks go by, and I get another email, like, from her that was like, you know, I've been thinking about the last few weeks. You know, you were a shitty person, and I'm not sorry for all the shit that I did to you, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? Like... It basically, like, reinforced every feeling that I had about her. Like, she's just fucking psycho, crazy. Like, I was like... Dude, I actually, you just
2: described was, a woman. That, that's not even crazy. But I'm
0: <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, like, she must have just been
2: stewing on it
0: for, like, weeks and weeks. And I was just, like, I was feeling so good that there was, like, finally closure. And then she just, like, brought, like braved me with this just shit-filled email. And I was like, all right, well, I guess it's... It's <laughs> officially time for me to block you on, like, every sort of, like, contact, email, phone, Facebook, Instagram. Like, Jesus, I don't even want to, like, Jesus have Christ. you be able to contact me. Like, it's ridiculous.
2: She's a fucking freak show. Dudes, I I didn't get. I guess I didn't get the full story from, from, this, from our message from our, from our listener on that dude with the small dick, that would only fuck fucker, that dildo. So this is the rest of the story a little bit more into the relationship he asked me to go to his, go with him to his vampire club quote unquote where these people actually <laughs> like hold on is
0: this under the ps section did you just not read the ps part
2: uh-oh trouble circles getting an intruder yeah i got an intruder i can't talk about this shit when my children are around
0: <laughs> but you can say
2: shit Hold on, they're not in the room. For our okay. listeners, normally I have my studio time by myself, but today I have my beautiful children in the house, and they're supposed to be in the bed. So they run out here just now and say, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bother your show, Daddy. I just have to go potty." <laughs> Tell they're done about now.
0: Vampire again.
2: Okay. Yeah, all right. So yeah, we got to go. They're back in their room. I just want to let the viewers know why there's little children behind me. So anyway. So, they asked me to go to this vampire club where these people actually like to have orgies, drink each other's blood. I literally had no words. I had to end it after that. She goes, It was like an underground club shit he was a part of. I freaked out when he told me that. He was into some fucked up shit. I should have known when he asked me to cut my wrist and suck on it. (laughs) My life.
0: I love how that was the final straw. Like, nothing leading up to that one moment. Can I get
2: that chick's like, number? I mean, sort of it, it takes a while to really freak her out. So, Dude, I'm trying to hit it right now. So, fuck off. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But listen. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking,
1: too. Uh, I am, too. Right, I've got one. And it's not, like, super crazy, but I just thought it was funny more than anything. Oh, uh, it. Uh, like, like, when I was really involved in the MMA scene, like, covering a lot of, like, Brazilian fighters and stuff, some, like, random Brazilian people started adding me on Facebook, I think, because they liked some of my interviews I'd done with some uh, Brazilian fighters. Yeah. Um, and this, like, pretty good-looking Brazilian chick just starts messaging me, all like, out of nowhere, all, like, repeatedly. And I was like, Hold on, well, Amy. I have no idea Amy. what the fuck she's saying. So Emmy. I just start switching over to
2: Google Translate.
0: <laughs> well, and I just Emmy, copy what
2: she's saying. What? I got a question. Yeah. Did she ask you if you had a bank account that she can transfer three million dollars into no, 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 no,
0: Did she say she was kidnapped by a, a prince? And No, was I promise this <laughs> is a real person. I promise okay. A real okay.
2: keep going,
1: okay. I don't want to inter interrupt. You. She had like kids and some other shit. But uh <laughs> but she just sort of messaged me like and, and, and we were, and I would just go to Google translate and just come up with shit just to say back to her. Cause I, like I was still working my way up on uh learning Portuguese and I was trying now? to learn it so I could talk to these Brazilian fighters, but I mean, I wasn't fluent. So I'm basically just Google translating with this chick back and forth. We never, it never got serious or anything, but like she sent me some like pretty good look, nice pictures, like, and, and I swear she's a real person. And she would mm-hmm. go through the <laughs> copyright on it. No, and she would like every single one of my pictures that I had ever posted, You're like just <laughs> random. The
0: strong foundation of every, you know, new relationship <laughs> should be Google Translate.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never dated the chick or anything. We like I just talked to her a little bit, but like then she started getting weird. She started commenting on like every one of my pictures. That I'd ever posted. If you go through my my old Facebook pictures, you'll see like random comments and likes from this chick. I swear. I'm I'm going right now. Yeah, you can. (laughs) And uh, the best part
0: is, you're probably still friends with this person on Facebook.
1: Uh, I don't think so. No, she would. She would. She uh, like I just stopped talking to her because she wanted me to like go to Brazil, and I was like, obviously, I I didn't feel like going to Brazil. (laughs) Plus she had I like, feel like
0: this is the start of some weird, like,
1: uh, uh Alcabone you know,
0: video, I
1: think was her first name,
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna
0: be I like a video, video of like hemming being tied with a rope to a chair, like <laughs> being held captive. <laughs> like, <laughs> Holy
2: shit, there she is! I told you. I mean, she, <laughs> dude, I'm not sure. Yeah, she's a real person. Yeah,
1: I, was I, I, say, I, under, I wasn't joking. Like it wasn't like just her a Nigerian dam. But I mean, dude, she just there was wanted no you to marry her, her fucking relationship. Out of- I just I, she was pretty good looking. I didn't even speak her language. <laughs> she wanted me to come visit, be with her in Brazil. And then I'm like, uh, okay, I'm gonna move on to somebody hey, I could actually move. Mom,
2: on. So this yeah. chick I think she's a fucking promoter or something. So it's like her her goddamn cover fo- photo is it's got a dude wearing a Michael Jackson shirt and the other dude's wearing a backwards hat with a fucking accordion. You <laughs> talking I'm about thing in the
0: with
2: that? Yeah, the El Savone Leo. Yeah. Dude. That's pretty funny. So she was like a
1: hairstylist or something.
2: Yeah. Dude, that's fucking great. Dude, I'll tell you what, I had a story when we were like fifteen years old, right? So I lived out I lived right outside of Ocaro one of my best buddies was dating this chick who was, was kind of crazy at the time. And uh, they got in a huge fight, and we, like, kicked him out of the house. And mind Who's your buddy? Her, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want any names going out there. <laughs> I'll tell you later. But anyway, th- her friend was a slut bag, and she was the first <laughs> pussy I've ever touched in my whole life. <laughs> she was, like, the first pussy a lot of people touched. I'm going to have to wager. But anyway, <laughs> we are at my house. Aaron gets upset. Ah, oh, goddamn! It. <laughs> like, you know, "Quote unquote." George gets upset. Anyway, kicks this fucking chick out the house. This is after I walked upstairs and caught him eating her pussy. What's cool. Was cool with. Cool flung out from one of the covers and when he flung the covers out the fucking cool whip container flew out <laughs> <laughs> and when, so when, He gets her, and it's a goddamn thunderstorm outside <laughs> we kicked these two bitches out one's cool now I actually like her the other one she's a weirdo but anyway we kicked we kick these chicks out they're fucking screaming outside. Next thing I know, the chick walks up to my patio. I have a little, like, like, a little steps leading up to my, my side door of my house, and there's a big window le- looking into my kitchen. She takes her goddamn shoe off. <laughs> and she starts knocking on the window. She's like, let me in! Let me in! She's back in my window. She fucking breaks one. 'Cause it was like those little like square paint, well window panes that are like all like make up one big window but they're a bunch of small ones. She shatters one and she's like, Oh fuck and they and her and her little slutty friend ran off into the fucking darkness in the goddamn middle of a thunderstorm. <laughs> ran off. My mom my mom comes home and she's all pissed. She's like, What the hell happened to our window? And I had to tell her some crazy bitches were over and broke it with a shoe. And who the hell ate all my cool whip? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Why would have a say, nice piece of pumpkin pie, and there's no Cool Whip. <laughs> I was gonna say if the if the Cool Whip
1: container hadn't flopped out, I was gonna say maybe the chick was just like really creamy.
2: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. for the win. No, dude, I'll tell you what. That girl. Have you ever that had she your had, parents
0: like walk in on you doing anything?
2: No, but my my, my brother, my my mom walked in to uh, to my brother pounding out. Two hit, two chicks. <laughs> my mom walked in. I thought in on you're my gonna brother. say
0: pounding himself out.
2: No, my brother caught me pounding out to ginger on the rocks. <laughs> that was another episode. Under <laughs> under your,
0: under your uh, Vikings uh, blanket.
2: Yeah. So my mom my mom walked upstairs in this house that the shit happened in, and my brother is banging out his ex girlfriend Melanie. And then one time she walked in and my brother is on the floor of the living room, banging out his now wife tasha my mom uh, caught her my mom caught my brother's best friend jimmy fucking his girlfriend on, in my on the couch in that living room my mom's like this is some bullshit and she nicknamed jimmy thumper <laughs> <laughs> your mom's house is like bang central yeah dude my mom you know she wasn't around that much because she was working and uh at this time she was dating my stepdad, but she still had the house in O'Carver, but she was spending a lot of time with him there before they moved in, so we had some freedom. And uh, my mom caught a couple people banging. Uh, she never caught me, because back then I was I was only finger-banging, you know what I mean? I, I was still a pussy, not getting any pussy. <laughs> so anyways, the, that chick that I said that was outside in the thunderstorm, well, the first time I ever touched a vagina in my whole entire life was with this girl, and I had her over one night. She walked over and she lived like in the country. She like walked to the country to get to me. And like I remember laying down on the floor of that living room where my mom catches all the people. My mom's at work, I think. I don't remember. But anyways, I, I'm just like I just I remember slipping my hand down her pants and she had the baldest baby bottom vagina ever. And, and I remember my fingers just slipped right in. <laughs> it wasn't even I'm like, God damn and you know, to now I'd be like, Wow, this girl's a skank. But at that time, I didn't even know what pussy was supposed to feel like. So I'm just like, oh, my God. Dude, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, have, I was nutted first, in my like, pants.
0: Where is the most awkward place that you guys have ever done anything with a girl?
2: Uh, uh Let's see. Are you fucking kidding me? I've done shit in crazy places. Oh,
1: uh, let's see. Ohio State Library? Nice. Ooh,
0: nice.
2: Nice, bro. Uh, what do yeah. you do? You better not just say you've made all of the girl. Oh, no, no. It was up. the
0: librarian, <laughs> actually.
2: No, you banged, it banged you in banged the
0: House State Library?
2: Dude, I fucked a girl in the post office on a military base. Um, I fucked a girl in the woods on a four-wheeler. I fucked a girl on a jet ski in the middle of the lake. <laughs> in the middle of the daytime. Oh, man, dude. I've been all over um, the damn place. Drive-in theater? I think,
0: I think my... I, I've done... a. a Pulled around with a chick in the theater, but I think the most awkward place that I ever uh, did anything with a girl is I fingered a girl on a school bus on the way home from a sporting event <laughs> with, like, <laughs> everybody on the bus. Did like, her
2: name began with an E? No. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Starts with an A.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, I know. Nice. <laughs> High five through the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I remember the, like, I think the first time I ever touched the boob was with, uh, you, sh- was with you. We were up in my house in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Like, snowmobiling or some shit like that.
2: No, and, it was uh, the summer. We just went and hung out oh, with your yeah. parents. Your parents kept saying, no, girls. <laughs> there,
0: yeah. There's, like, a little local pond where, like, people go and fish and stuff. And Sharples and I, like, go about these two girls. Like, let's go talk to them. Okay, cool. Let's go. And
2: Pick, start them, up. To them. <laughs> Pick <laughs> them up.
0: Pick them up. Never, like, met these girls ever before in our life. And within probably an hour, they were back at our, our house, and we're, like, healing them up and stuff in the basement. <laughs> the, most, the most awkward situation. I'm, you know, sitting probably 15 feet away from Sharples. <laughs> and my dad, my dad, like, comes on the back door, like, trying to let us, like, trying to come in. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, there's there's girls in here. Like, he's going to know we're, like, fucking around. He's like, I think you ladies need to leave. They just yeah,
2: freaking dude. Pull. I'm like, you fucking cock blocker. Like, dude, do you remember? That girl wrote me a letter. She wrote <laughs> like, me what? a letter. She, yeah, she. I gave her my address. This is back in the day. This is pre... This is junior high, I mean, This is pre-Facebook. Pre, like, people text messaging each other. This All is right. the fucking stoning...
1: You tell this, and then I have a really embarrassing junior high that I'm going to tell. After. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, this is this it's is just bad. like, she wrote me a letter, and she's like, you get, you and, when she told me straight up, she, in the letter, like, if you and Brett come back up here, because I was, like, trying to, dude, I'm not going to lie, dude. Straight up, I was trying to eat her out. <laughs> I was, like, obsessed with, like, my first time ever with a vagina. I wanted it to be, like, eating a girl out. I know that sounds sick. My mom's probably listening to this shit. It is what it is. But she kept saying, I don't feel comfortable with you doing that but I promise if you come if you meet us tonight I'll blow you. So <laughs> anyway she sends me this letter in the mail. I get it. And uh it ended up being like I remember her name to this day. It's Megan. Megan Golan. Anyway. They're saying like next time you and Brett come up I promise I'll let you do that to me <laughs> and all this
0: other shit.
2: I love that it's,
0: like, ingrained in your memory. Like, you remember (laughs) her name. I couldn't even tell you what the fuck they look like at all. Dude, I honestly,
2: I don't remember what she looked like either. I just want, I'm going to Facebook her (laughs) right now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) hey, call into our show if you remember this. (laughs) All right. You guys ready for,
1: like, an extremely embarrassing story?
2: Let's hear it.
0: Well, yeah, always.
1: All right. This was in junior high. Do you remember when Lindsay Matheny first moved to O'Carver, and like the most ridiculous rumors were getting spread around her, right? Yeah, like like she had huge boobs. She had the biggest boobs in the That's whole what I was grade. That's
0: Yeah, she was the only one that had like developed boobs. That's why. Yeah,
1: and, and like just the craziest jealous. rumors were getting spread about her, like that she was already banging people, and like that she. I, I think I, read, I heard one that was like she got in the shower with Jenna Howey, like just all kinds of crazy shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I swear I heard a rumor. It was a rumor. I I don't know. Probably a rumor. But anyway, so I don't know why, but, like, you know how when lunch, uh, the bell rang, and then everybody's, like, packed trying to get through, like, the little doorway, so everybody's just, like, stuck there? (laughs) Well, she was in front of me, and her ass was just, like, right there, and I just kind of put my hand down and, like, brushed against it. And I was like, "Oh, that was nice," and then, and then I fucking squeezed it, and all of a sudden, because I'm just thinking, you know, she's a she's a whore, she'll like it.
0: And all of a sudden, whore. she's like, she'll like jolt. She said, and all all sudden, she's sexually like, like, motherfucker.
1: She's like jolts, okay, and I just go, "Oh fuck!" So I like just start scooting to the right real quick, and she just turns around and fucking slaps Paul Settler right in the face.
2: Dude, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> so, anybody ever wants to tell Paul Wansettler about the time that I got him slapped in the face? Feel free. <laughs> he's 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 still out there somewhere in Oak Harbor.
2: Hey, brother. <laughs> <But>, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Paul, Paul, my bad. That was the creepiest thing I think I ever did in my life, and I got to get I got, I got well, a framed a decent man. <laughs>
2: That's great, dude. I got I got too many crazy stories. I couldn't even get into the crazy ones about Bianca other than the smashing of my stuff. That's us just. That's crazy. She physically I wrote to me a couple times. <laughs> oh god. Lord. I wish you could just tell what you just texted me. It's so <laughs> I know, Hemi. Mean, I'll tell you later.
1: Okay, I need to <laughs> get this
2: when you. Yeah, this, uh... shit, this shit can't go on air.
1: Okay, maybe you can Skype me after the episode.
2: <laughs> hey, I do have a funny I have a, a funny like it's not a crazy X story, but it's a crazy hookup story. Okay. So we'll do and, that one so, and then we'll move on to our final discussion topic. Sure, sure. Sure, sure, no problem. Hemingway's
0: got to keep it on track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna to go too so
2: well get. <laughs> well this is this is all part of the subject. This, this is the gold mine people love to listen to. So anyways, me and Wes, my our buddy Wes, we get uh we get drunk in down in, uh downtown Columbus and we go back to Wes's house. And we bring back a couple of girls. Well, the girl that I have, she's fucking crazy. So, like, I get her naked. We're in bed. You know, we're doing everything you do when you're drunk and having fun. So, anyways, I flip her over and I go to, like, bang her. And I, like, get my wiener (laughs) in place. And it's about the tips going in. And she grabs my cheeks by my face and she's like, I can't do this so I go okay that's fine that's fine she goes no and she grabs my ass and she goes I just want to be with you <laughs> <laughs> I met her that night I had no idea it was, I forgot her name like and she was like and she was like I just, she grabs me by the cheeks I just want to be with you and I look at her straight in the eye and I go alright let's be together <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's yeah, let's be together. She says was, BAM <laughs> Two become one now. <laughs>
0: well at least he didn't say I love you. Yeah, do you think else? I should uh do you think I should tell the uh the Tina story of one of our friends?
2: Oh yeah, that's great. Hemi mean, please let us tell this one and then all right, we're done. All right. Okay.
1: Alright, this sounds like so, this one could be topping everything potentially. <laughs>
2: Not everything, but it's pretty funny.
0: But but it's pretty good. So one of our friends, he went to high school with us, uh, shall remain nameless because it's just, yeah, it's bad. But so he, like our freshman year of college, like Facebook wasn't huge, but like everybody would like talk on AOL and stuff. So our friend somehow gets talking to this girl on AOL and she like lives across campus and. He's talking to her for a few weeks, and and uh, you know she's. He's like, well, maybe we should meet up. She's like, okay, well, that that sounds good. He's like, well, maybe she, maybe you should come over. She's like, I don't think I should. He goes, well, why not? She goes, well, I I injured my ankle getting out of my bunk bed. <laughs> he's like okay, well, that sucks. He goes, well, why don't I come to you? She goes, I don't know if that's a good idea either. Like, maybe we should just wait a while. He goes, no, no, it'll be fine. So she's just making up a thousand excuses on, like, why not to meet. And I just remember our friend coming to us and being like, hey, man, you got to come with me. Like, I'm, like, super weirded out. But he goes, just walk to her dorm room with me and then once I go in, you can just jet. I'm like, all right, well, I'll I'll be, I'll be your wingman. I'll make you feel comfortable. I'll let you get, go get something from somebody, you know? So I walk with him and I'm like at the end of the hallway and he just like looks at me and he just kind of like nods his head and knocks on the girl's door. And I just remember seeing the door open and he literally does like a, like, his entire body, like, flings backwards, and he's like, whoa! And he goes, hey, how's it going? And then he just, like, awkwardly, awkwardly, like, walks into a room, and I was like, okay, well, that's cool. So I walk back to the computer lab, and me and Wes are playing poker, you know, not doing our our, our schoolwork, and, and he comes back, like, 15 minutes later, I was like, dude, what happened? He's like, dude, I fucking bolted. I was like, what? He goes, I had to get, he was like, I had to get the fuck out of there. I was like, what happened? He goes, she was literally like 400 pounds, dude. I just had to leave. He goes, she rolled off of her futon, like Jabba the Hutt. Like, she couldn't even like, just stand up straight off of her futon. She had to roll off of it. He goes, she gave me a blowy And, uh, He goes, it was the best blowjob I've ever had in my life. And then he just looks at me, like, dead stare in his face. He goes, dude, she was a fucking hoover. (laughs) (laughs) And then I start laughing, and then I go, well, then what happened? She goes, she, she, like, whispers in in my ear, now it's my turn. And he goes, all right, well, I have to go to the, uh, to the water fountain real quick to get a drink. And he goes, <laughs> I fucking just ran.
2: I didn't know what the fuck to do. I just got the fuck out of there.
0: So,
2: I, love so, be, I, would have, I have to go somewhere other than here. <laughs>
0: like, I have I'll to go back. get a drink at the drinking fountain. So, like, two days later, I'm telling one of our friends at lunch about it, Scott Avery, and uh, Scott goes, whoa, 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 you mean Tina?" And I was like, Yeah and he like says the girl's name. He goes, Oh my god, that bitch is so fucking huge He goes, She lives in she goes, She's in one of my classes, that fucking bitch is like job the hut and I go, That's what I said It was just like
2: Tina the burrito. Like,
0: yeah. And so needless to say it was just hilarious. That he, he just bolted, he ran, he didn't know what to do.
2: But well, the, the most hilarious part
0: is that he stayed and got a blowjob.
2: Yeah, but he called her a hoover. We're going to have to work on your delivery. (laughs) That goddamn story is funnier than than you made it sound. (laughs) The fucking Uh, dude opens the door. He's got his hands in his pockets, and as soon as he opens the door, he fucking (laughs) rocks back. He's like, whoa. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I just remember looking at him, and I was
0: I was like, well, it looks like it's okay. He's, like, awkwardly walking in.
2: I don't know. Like, dude, dude, it was it was our buddy that definitely just needed some ass. He didn't give a shit. He did not care. So he got a fucking Hoover blowjob, and he hauled ass out of there. It's like, that shit cracks me up so bad. Oh, man, wow. we've all been there. All right, Bob, it was such good such talking you. with you, buddy. All right, guys, I'm out. All right. Yep. Continue okay. to listen to our to our women in sports next segment.
0: Why the hell would I want to do that?
2: Because it's really it, funny. It's men. It's men versus women. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes more All right. sense. All right, bro. All right, later. Later. All right. Uh, so that was a great time.
1: Yeah, uh, that's some good shit. So let's move on. The final discussion topic of the evening is men versus women in sports, and the latest thing to bring it up is John McEnroe had something to say about Serena Williams. He said, uh, you know, he says she's the greatest woman player of all time. Hands down. And it, she, and he's right. She's amazing. Oh, but yeah. And he said, you know, but she probably couldn't beat the top 700 men right now. And then Damn. people went fucking berserk. They went berserk
0: uh-huh.
1: about about how sexist and misogynistic he is. How dare he say that she couldn't beat the number 700 ranked man. Um, And you know what? Well, first I want to get your thoughts on it. And then I'm going to bring in all my research and shit that I've been doing. (laughs) And then we've got stories, like just times that maybe you've squared off against girls and sports, just all kinds of stuff. So if you've got stuff that you want to talk about men versus women in the same sport, we want to get your thoughts. We kind of talked about a little bit with the whole transsexual thing a while ago, but this is like straight up men versus women in sports. Like, there's All no right.
2: transsexual. First, first I'm going to make, so anyway, make a so bold let's, statement. So let's get your thoughts here, Charples. I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement. All right. My strength, my wrestling and in, in boxing background. I am I'm not even joking about this. I'm not even trying to make a funny joke. I am confident that I would fucking plow through Ronda Rousey. And she was a goddamn world champion, and basically people were talking about her whooping Floyd Mayweather's ass and all this other shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Think about how hilarious that is, by the way. People were saying I, I Ronda, would, Ronda could smash Hunter. Floyd Mayweather, and yeah. then Conor McGregor, who's 20 pounds heavier than Ronda, is now booked in a fight with Floyd Mayweather, and Mayweather is a massive favorite. Yeah.
2: And when look,
1: Ronda, Ronda was see. at her peak, people were saying Ronda
2: could smash Floyd. Yeah, because she wasn't fighting people like freaking Nunez. Look at Nunez. Picked her apart boxing and freaking Holly Holm. But I, I'm serious. I I, I think I'm a good enough boxer and a good enough wrestler to, that I would murk her. I would beat the fuck out of Ronda Rousey. I don't hit women, but if you put me in a cage with her, I'd fucking put her in the ICU. Anyway, we're going on to this. I'm saving um, that. I'm saving that
1: one. I'd put <laughs> her in the save ICU. It. And you
2: can fucking tag her, and we can have a goddamn – fight. I'll beat the shit out of her. Oh no, I wouldn't say like
1: you talking about Ronda. I'll just leave it like just you saying randomly you <laughs> put a girl in. An MCU.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh I don't know if there's 700 male tennis players out there that are worth the Oh shit. yeah, there's
1: there's rankings up past 700. Oh, like is there? Those those 700 number 700 doesn't get invited to like the US Open. Oh, like, yeah. You you're out there fighting it out in some like backyard shit. <laughs>
2: But there's, there I probably, I would say there is at least half that. I think there's a, there would be at least 350 male tennis players that would um that would beat her. That doesn't take away from the fact that she is the best female tennis yeah, player of amazing. all time. Most likely, she is amazing. She's a hell of an athlete. She's built like a brick shit house. Um, she's she's a hell of an athlete, and she seems to be a decent person. So I have nothing mm-hmm. against Serena Williams at all. I just this is a strictly fucking physical thing. I just don't think that it's 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 not on point. Like so, for instance, I was laughing because this was actually a couple weeks ago. Um, I was I was following our local girls softball team. They were like ranked top four in the state, and they were get going really deep into the and they went to the final four. I'm pretty sure they made it to the, either the elite eight or the final four of of uh, the state tournament for softball. Mm-hmm. Well it started I started looking at all the state Ohio state high school spring sports. And I looked at the track. and I saw the state champions 100 meter dash time. And the girls state meter 100 meter dash time was like eleven five or eleven six. It was something whack as hell. And I'm like, yeah, I, my fastest time in high school. And I only ran track the one year because I got in trouble and couldn't play baseball that one time. I ran 11.2 was my fastest time ever. Yeah. 11.2 was my fastest what, time ever and I'm like is. I would have fucking been a state champion. <laughs> and I'm I was I was decent. Like when we went, when we had SBCs, I made the final heat, but I didn't even place top 4 because yeah. we had some studs. that were running like 10 9s and shit. And uh I'm thinking like I was I was decent at best for a white kid running the 100 meter dash. And this girl ran four tenths slower than me and fucking was a state champ. And I started looking at like, I started delving into more like the hurdles and stuff like that. And it seems like the girls fare better in the hurdles when they kind of close the gap on the men. But one of the things I looked at was uh like, I looked at the world bench record and the best female record is like 551 pounds. Well, the male record is literally double that. It's like 1075 pounds. And uh, you got like uh, you know the the world record for the male 100 meters, is like 9.5 by Bolt, but you got uh, 10 10.5 by uh, Florence Griffith Joyner in like 1988. No women's touched it since, so it's like a whole second slower. So I'm like just, it's just it's just physical nature. It's just the way things are. It's not that we're trashing women saying they're not anything. And I was looking at these stats. I can only find it up to 2014, but only eleven there's only there was only eleven dunks in the WNBA yep. through two thousand fourteen. And I'm I, I'm willing to wager, I know Brittany Greiner did it, but I'm thinking there's probably less than twenty now. Maybe it may be twenty.
1: Yeah, and then like,
2: there's 20, twenty there's twenty a, a game. game. Yeah, 20 a game. It's just, it's just, it's just athletics. It's just physics. It's just the nature of the beast. It's, it's biology. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: What I wanted to get into is what's hilarious about this whole thing is the Williams sisters have already had a match against a man. It's, It's not like hugely publicized, but in 1998, they were out bragging saying that they could beat anybody ranked outside the top 200. I don't know if you've heard about this Sharples, have you?
2: Say that again? I you cut out a little bit different. Okay. In nineteen
1: ninety-eight, uh both mm-hmm. Venus and Serena, like they were just smashing people. And uh, I mean this was pretty early in their careers, but still they were winning yeah. everything. And they and they went out and said that they could beat any man that was uh ranked outside the top two hundred. So a guy named uh, Karsten Brosh... Uh, a German tennis player who was ranked 206th in the world said, okay, I'll take your challenge. And he wrote an essay about uh, what happened in the games. So I want to read to you part of what he had to say. Um, Okay. He goes, my advice is if you're ever in a position to play a match of this nature is to be patient. Don't be annoyed or surprised if your match against the Williams sisters is canceled as they both have very busy schedules. My game against them had to be reorganized at least a couple of times. Preparation is crucial. Remember that a game like this is lighthearted. Taking it too seriously would be a mistake. My training training regime consisted of a leisurely round of golf in the morning followed by multiple shandies. (laughs) I turned up on the court feeling suitably laid back. My first game of the afternoon, just a one set match was against Arena. A hint Try and play your match somewhere quiet, where you're not going to be pestered by big crowds and lots of press. We were out in the back courts at Melbourne Park, uh, number 17, I think. I felt so relaxed that I didn't even warm up properly. We started playing, and I raced into a 5-0 lead, eventually winning 6-1. At this point, Venus turns up to watch. She had just finished a press conference about a quarterfinal loss to Lindsay Davenport, uh, and after my game against Serena. Uh, Venus was on the court by the time I was done against Serena, ready to go against me as well. That game against Venus was very similar. I ended up beating her 6-2. to two. Both sisters are great tennis players and hit the ball well. However, if you're playing in the men's tour, there are certain shots you can play that are going to put them in difficulty. We just put way more spin on the ball. We hit the ball harder, and we can get to the balls faster. Um, so after, after the match, the, both Venus and Serena said, Adjusted and said that they think they could beat anybody outside the top 350. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't this know, guy man. literally, <laughs> literally drank multiple alcoholic beverages, played a round of golf, and then, and they had just played in the Australian Open, and this guy just had his way with them.
2: I gotta imagine that was around the time that Venus was around the number one ranking in the world. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Because Venus was the number one ranked for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. She was a top yeah, dog and she Serena was over, she beat up. Serena yeah, was and like, then you know, the... Serena finally came into her own and she so just is... took, she took shit over.
1: Exactly. It's already happened. Like, I don't yeah. know why it's such a big controversy. I guess because in this day and age, how dare somebody say a, a woman can't do what a man can do. But that's just nature. It's It's how yeah. humans operate. It's how, like, story I like to bring up, and I already told Sharples about this, was uh, girls basketball against boys basketball. Um, you mentioned the whole dunking thing, but even just in high school or junior high, um, our junior high boys team was terrible. Like, I think we won two games that year. We went like two and 14. It was terrible. We only beat like Edison twice or something. I mean, it was bad. And we got shit talked constantly by the girls' team in our grade because they went like, you know, fourteen and zero or thirteen and one or something ridiculous, and they were saying they could smash us if we ever played. But their coach smartly never let us play against them. And uh, one day, just during that season, we were practicing at the high school, and the girls' JV team was playing. Uh, they were practicing, and they wanted to match us up against each other. And I think the JB team that year ended up going 20 and 0. So they were good. And I'm not lying, it was the easiest scrimmage I ever had in my entire life. Like I scored 15 points in my entire life in junior high. And I think I scored 15 <laughs> points that game. I was terrible, but but it was the easiest thing. Like I got every rebound because I was like six inches taller than any of them. Uh, we were just so much more physical. Our ball handling was so much better. Uh, we could run plays, we could jump higher. We could, I mean, we were stealing the ball at will. So halfway through the scrimmage, they just threw in the towel. And I think coach Brad Hemminger was, uh, the the JV coach. And he's just yelling at these poor girls for how bad they're getting just crushed. (laughs) So they bring in the varsity girls and the varsity girls were even better, like way better. And we smashed the varsity too. It was it was the, so easy. I couldn't believe it. Like my eyes. Like I I came in nervous. Like we're yeah, like you're a dig deep, deep, like, deep, deep. deep here to beat these girls. It was the dig easiest deep. games we've ever played. Like <laughs> I felt bad. Like tearing eighth <laughs> like grade the shit 8th, out of 8th these 8th like, all, Yeah, I, I felt bad just blocking the shit out of these all SBC like all <laughs> conference players, like. Like how bad do they have to feel knowing, like, God, no matter how much work they put in, like they will never be as good as the eighth grade boys, you know? So <laughs> the the eighth grade boys oh, team that went yeah. two and fourteen. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, shit, so after that funny. we got we got to get some shit talking in on the girls. We're like, we just smashed your varsity. I don't think the eighth grade girls team is going to give us much of a problem. <laughs>
2: That's great, dude. They're like they're like seventeen, eighteen year old girls. You're like some of these, some of these dudes barely hit puberty in the eighth grade. It's fucking mm-hmm. locking the shit out of them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I want to I want to bring up another thing. Um, do you ever heard of uh, Bobby Riggs against uh, uh, what's her name uh, King? What was her actual name though? Billie Jean King, Billie Jean King. You ever heard about this? The battle of the yes. sexes.
2: What was it? The tennis match? Yeah. Uh, actually,
1: I, I think I've heard of it. If it, I don't okay. know anything about it, was in it. 1973, I'm not uh, Bobby Riggs, he was on the senior circuit at this point. He was in his fifties and he was always talking shit about women's tennis. And, uh and, And he went going around and he kept challenging Billie Jean, Billie Jean King, one of the top women's tennis players at the time to a match and she kept refusing. So he took on the number one ranked woman, uh, Lauren Court, and he beat her in like an exhibition match. And like he gave her he like he came out like all kinds of just massive shit talk. Uh, He gave her uh, flowers and just it was it was ridiculous. And so just and all of it was to hype up a match against Billie Jean King. And Billie Jean King was in her prime and she ended up beating him in the match. But and then they they hyped this up as like the greatest wit, like thing for women ever uh when Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs. Like they even made like movie TV movies about it like when Billie beat Bobby and stuff. I don't know if you ever heard about yeah. those. So now turns out ESPN, this is not nearly as popular, uh, but turns out uh, ESPN has had an outside the lines feature 40 years after the match. uh, One of Bobby Riggs uh, old friends. Now that Bobby Riggs is dead, I think um, came out of the woodworks and said that Bobby Riggs owed a shit ton of money to the mafia in gambling debts. And he promised to throw the match. (laughs) <laughs> to clear all of the to clear all of his debt so the mafia could just bet on Billy Jean King's Bobby Riggs was a big favorite. <laughs> so, that sounds about right, dude. And he threw the shit out of the match. Like they uh like he he, he originally was winning four nothing and then she ended up winning all three sets and won the whole thing. So I think what happened was he played hard for like the first four games just to prove that he could. And then he made a ridiculous amount of unforced errors and she ended up beating him. But then, (laughs) but this has been like the number one case of women can do it just like the boys, like some, like in her prime woman beating a 53 year old man. And then even that is tarnished because the guy threw the game. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No shit. I tell you what though. The one thing that a woman could whip my ass in right now, some long distance running. I could barely run down the fucking street.
0: <laughs> I'd oh, on my
2: Facebook. Oh, I ran fucking 12 miles in the last three days. I'm like, Jesus. I would be in the ICU on a ventilator right now if I ran 12 miles in the last two months. So I'm telling <laughs> you, I am out of shape right now. So if I did fight Ronda Rousey, I'd definitely have to KO her ass inside a couple minutes. <laughs> We're going to have to work
1: now, on that. Uh, Yeah. So, Dude, I, I don't would know, you have- man. Do you have any other stories at times that you had to compete against girls, like, in gym or something?
2: Yeah, dude. I mean, all the time. I mean, we used to play, like, co-ed so, like, co, like softball. We'll play co-ed softball. I played that a bunch of times. I've been on a bunch of different co-ed softball teams mm-hmm. and just fucking nailing line. Like, they always try to think that they can stick chicks on at, like, the third base, you know, and shit like that. Because it's a... It's, it's, uh, they don't want to stick them in the outfield because a lot of balls get hit in the outfield. So you really want great players in the outfield when you're playing softball. And
1: yeah, we always we really put our girls at catcher and second.
2: Yeah, same here. Well, this well, I have a I played a couple of girls that played third base and dude, I cranked the fucking ball in softball and I've cranked some freaking lasers at these chicks and it's just kind of like I feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's like I don't I don't feel comfortable hitting the ball that hard at women. They need to start sticking them freaking. I don't know what they need to be doing with them, but that co-ed softball shit can be dangerous. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) even kidding. So that's that's one thing. You know, just playing gym. I remember when uh, Corey Cantu played Mallory, like, one-on-one at the gym. Remember that was, like, a big thing Mm -hmm. in the auxiliary gym? And he, like, murked her. (laughs) Wait, what was that one? Corey Cantu, he he never even played basketball, and he played Mm -hmm. Mallory Guerrero one-on-one in the auxiliary gym and beat her. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, that was a thing. It was like a big thing. Everybody showed up to watch it. So <laughs> stupid. So dumb. But anyway, that, that that happened. But yeah, the softball thing, I don't mean to come off and say girls can't play softball because there are actually some pretty damn good girls out there that can play softball. But when you're playing in those co-ed leagues, a lot of times you're just getting chicks there from the office. Ooh, I want to play softball. Here's a mitt. Go sit in fucking second base and watch this lefty and drill a goddamn 95-mile-an-hour ball at your face. You know what I mean? And a lot of those yeah. I'm telling you what, a lot a lot of those softball fields are not taken care of and those choppers are coming off concrete. Mm-hmm. So it's it's dangerous, man. Dangerous oh, for yeah. good play good play. The girls
1: on our team all got drilled last year, uh, by, by softballs. <laughs> yeah. Uh like Joe's wife, Chelsea, was was pitching while Joe was uh, batting and he yeah. smacked one right off of her uh like off of her knee and really fucked her leg up for like she missed a whole week of just from practice.
2: At least he's uh, Simon Birch's own wife. That yeah. shit when Simon Birch hit that foul ball and killed that woman. Oh Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> yeah. We
1: we had we had we had quite a few injuries to okay. the girls. you just getting blasted by hard hit balls. So
2: all right, I think that about uh, covers yeah, I, uh, I don't,
1: all the men versus I don't, women stuff. So. I, I,
2: I don't have a rant, but I do want to bring something up and make fun of some, but some people fucking oh, ant- those those antifa fucking pussies oh yeah,
1: they're Fuck starting to guys. have
2: like they're trying to, they're starting to have self defense classes, <laughs> oh
1: God, because they're such pussies. They're
2: talking, this, yeah to defend themselves when it get, when they're like oh like these political rallies and stuff they're getting violent, and we need to learn to protect themselves, yeah, they're so, starting them. the violence. <laughs> yeah. so the video shows. The skinniest, nerdiest fucking pussies on the planet. Fucking sitting there taking martial arts, like, kung fu classes on, like, Long Beach. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're sitting there, like, in their, like, amazing Orange County beaches. And they're, like, on the beach, like, doing kung fu. And I'm just, I wish, I just want to issue this challenge. You can fucking record this and put this on blast through every social media channel ever. I will fight anybody that's part of the Antifa movement. I will fucking fight all of you. Not together, one-on-one. Anybody wants to fight me, I will fight your asses too. I am so sick of those goddamn pussies wearing masks and their fucking arms are about as thick as my dong. They're so goddamn weak. They're trying to mace women. I mean, they're just pussies. I just want to call out all you Antifa bitches and anybody that fucking backs Antifa, you can suck my dick too. That's yeah, all that, I got
1: that, that should have been a rant. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I, I'm gonna sneak well, in the rant music <laughs> and make that the rant of the week.
2: All right, that sounds good. Fuck them.
1: Look <laughs> <laughs> what right. we got for
2: Hem's Gems.
1: All right, here we go.
2: Wow, winning!
1: All right, thank you very much, Charlie Sheen, and for Hem's Gems this week. One of them is very self-serving, okay? Um, I don't know if you guys know about this, but I did an interview this week with the Indians, Cleveland Indians' number one pitching prospect, Tristan McKenzie. Like, this dude is going to be their future ace. Um, it's the, the biggest interview I've ever done with a baseball player, and I posted it on Let's Go Tribe this week. It did really well, but for those of you that didn't read it or check it out, this kid is super interesting Highly recommend you check out that interview. It was so good. And I just want everybody to read it that can. So Tristan McKenzie, you will know that name very soon. Um, so it's the first time I've ever pimped out one of my own things, but I just, I really think you guys should check it out. And then last but not least, uh, another comic book. It's called Tokyo <laughs> Ghost. Um, it's just a two trade series. Like there's only like 10 issues total. Um, But it is so good. It's basically based in a alternate future where, you know how everybody's like a phone zombie these days. They're just walking around staring at their phone, just looking for constant distractions. It's like taking that to the next level where people have like implants and and they can take like injections of like nanoparticles and stuff that are just constantly giving them uh, a feed to whatever is like the next big distraction and that like, people are just linked in and just avoiding reality basically and uh, it follows the lives of uh, two police officers that are in this future and it's super super interesting you should really check it out like got some kind of eerie parallels with what's going on in society these days I think you guys would really like it so Tokyo Ghost so those are my two hems Gems for the week. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So. Hey,
2: I do I do got something else to add. Alright, what's here? I noticed that I noticed that <clears throat> I'm away from the mic here a little bit. Um, I noticed that the Cubs visited President Trump today at the White House and I want to commend them for not being bitches like uh the Golden State Warriors. And anybody else that fucking I'm not visiting the President, that's fucking bullshit. You know what? Grow a sack, it's an I to go to the White House. Stop being bitches. Half of you don't even know what you're mad about anyways. So go to the White House if you win a championship. I just think it's rude and stupid and it's un-American to to skip out in the White House because you think a president's racist. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That should be another rant. I think I I, I lost respect for a lot of the Warriors because they said they wouldn't go. And some of those Patriot players that wouldn't go to the White House. Because of all their political bullshit this this is this is about sports this is what we we're talking about before mm-hmm. sports is sports it's not political I don't give a shit about politics just go and enjoy your White House visit, get some pictures taken for the fans and and go I think I don't know what do you take what's your take on that shit? see yeah, I'm with you I mean I
1: don't like Donald Trump, but if I won a championship and part of that championship involved a Visits the White House. How often are you gonna get a chance to do that? Yeah. So who gives a fuck? Suck it up and do it. So, yeah, like, it, sports is not about making big political statements. Sports is the escape from all that bullshit. So, that's that's kind of my view on that. So, all right. Uh, I think that'll do it for this week. Are, are we on track for a regular 9 p.m. show next week? Like, just in advance.
2: Yeah, yeah, we are. This okay. today, this I, like I said, you guys heard my children earlier. I just have, happen to have my kids this time, and and uh, I I wanted to get them, you know, fed and get them bathed and get them ready for bed. And they go to bed about ten o'clock, so this this worked out perfect for me. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so. and then uh, so we'll be back an hour earlier next week at nine p.m. next Wednesday night. So make sure to tune in. We'll have another badass show in store for you guys. And make sure to follow us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us and like us on SoundCloud. Like the bigger our followings get on that, the, the better we can grow. Help share if you can. We're still trying to grow. Um, but we are growing slowly and, and steadily. And if you have any stories or suggestions or feedback, we accept messages on Facebook and you can send emails to atodspodcast at oddspodcast at gmail.com. At oddspodcast at gmail.com. So I think that'll do it for today's show. Uh, how would you like to, to roll this one out, Sharples?
2: Well, you just said it roll. What's up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant for uh, closing. In, uh, yeah, roll.
2: You said roll, so we're Rick rolling them. Oh, there we go.